Hey, yo, what the f***? This is a pallet right here. The late night flight is paid for by the following. Time to play the game where we find out who's capping. It is... This is some This is the game where we find out if this is the bull I am Nasur, new group, and alongside with me is not only Jers, but someone who has reneged on their assignment. Co-producer Smarts, go ahead and talk about it, sir. I'm, I'm, I'm getting tired of you, both of y'all just beating me up behind the scenes, okay? Oh. I was out in the elements. I, heard I was free. Wow. <laughs> I was freezing cold uh-huh. And my body was aching me the next couple of days uh-huh. It snowed It was below zero temperatures I almost caught frostbite We had a paid assignment It was below zero though? Was it? It, it might have been It might If it wasn't It was one or two it degrees felt, It felt like it Alright I got you It was below zero in Vermont Okay Not in New Jersey Alright It was definitely 22 it's, degrees It felt like it though The wind chill yeah. Yeah, It felt like it Don't yeah. try to take up for me now <laughs> Anyway. Jers, how you doing, sir? I'm alive, my guy. Hey. Bless. Listen. Favored. I know who is nah, favored. I know. I know who is blessed. I know who is alive. And it's definitely not them NFC East Dallas Cowboy ass <laughs> motherfuckers. I tell you that right now. <laughs> I mean, did you expect anything else? Well, Stephen A. didn't, so I guess I shouldn't either. <laughs> All right, fellas, let's start this game. According to ET Online, the host that they made so great, ABC bought him a pass bar exam, a law degree, and 20 years in the judicial system to make him judge Steve Harvey is still careful of his daughter, Lori Harvey's romance with Michael B. Jordan. In a funny sneak peek clip of Steve Harvey's last appearance on last Tuesday's Ellen DeGeneres show, he is shown a recent Instagram pic of the couple. In the photo, Lori is sitting on her boyfriend's lap with her arm around him. This is what Steve says, Smarts. This is what Steve says, Jers. He said, I never seen that picture before. I'm very uncomfortable with that picture right now. Not feeling that picture. He goes on to share that Michael spent his second Christmas with the Harvey family and he went big on the gifts for his potential future in-laws. When asked if the Black Panther star was a good gift giver, Steve Harvey says, hell yeah. That's why I like him. That boy comes through. He's trying to impress the family. He bought me this big 100 cigar box of the most hard to get cigars. 100 of them. 100 of them. In this big box. That's what he gave me. Then he had the nerve to give my wife some skis. Who do that? Who do that? The only reason you give your potential mother-in-law some skis is because you want her to be your mother-in-law. As for whether Michael has his blessing, Steve says, I'm pulling for him because he's a really good guy. Comes from a really good family, so I'm kind of pulling for him. But at the same time, Diddy got some rock. You know what I'm talking about? No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. (laughs) I've got my eye on him, you know? He goes on to joke, I can't whoop him, but if he ever turn his ass around, I'ma knock his ass out. Smarts, jurors, I ask you, is it the bull that Steve Harvey can host any show he wants except his daughter's Instagram stories. Wow. <laughs> That's a BS. That's a BS. <laughs> okay, let's go to the next one. <laughs> I worked hard on this. The ending of the Cowboys' 23-17 loss to the 49ers this past Sunday was filled with drama, chaos, and even more than a little controversy. As Dallas rushed to mount a last-minute comeback with no timeouts remaining, 
Dak Prescott ran a quarterback draw to the San Francisco 17-yard line that was stupid as hell, but we'll get back to that in a second, after getting tackled inbounds. The offense tried to get to the line quickly and spike the ball, but couldn't get it stepped in time as Prescott handed the ball to his center after the play. But by rule, the referee must touch and spot the ball before the next play can begin. As the umpire ran from behind the play to do so, he collided with Prescott and the offensive line, delaying his spotting of the ball. Tom ran out before Prescott could get a chance to kill the clock, sealing the loss and ending Dallas' season. In the aftermath, Cowboy fans were livid. I can't believe I hate that word, livid. Who the real? <laughs> In the aftermath, Cowboy fans were mad as hell, and the situation turned ugly as some began to litter the field with trash as players and officials ran off the field. <laughs> After the game, Dak Prescott was asked about the fans throwing debris onto the field as he expressed disappointment that they would throw things towards Cowboy players. When he was told that they were throwing things at the officials, Dak Prescott reportedly said, credit to them. Smarts, jurors, I ask you, is it the bullshit that any Cowboy fan from New York or New Jersey won't put the star down and pick a giant up instead? Because if you ask the NFL East in the last 10 years, both organizations been losing. That is some BS. That is definitely BS. With, with and there shouldn't be any Cowboy fans in New Jersey, but I'm just saying. One organization has five rings, the other one has four. In my opinion, they're the same organization at this point. But what you was about to with, say. With your permission, with you guys' permission, uh -huh. there's a button okay. that I would, I would like to press. Oh, God, no. This goes out to you Cowboys. <laughs> Awesome season. From a Giants fan to a Cowboys fan. Hold that L. Hold that. Wow. And I saw hates that effect, by the way. So I'm, I'm happy that he let me get away with that because they deserve it. And finally. And finally. And finally. A Michigan judge fined and ridiculed a 72-year-old man with cancer for not being able to mow his lawn. Baron Chowdhury appeared in virtual court on January the 10th for a ticket he received in August for failing to maintain his front yard. Chowdhury explained that he is a cancer patient and is very weak, so he cannot maintain the yard. The Washington Post reported that Chowdhury has been battling cancer for the past three years. But Chowdhury got zero sympathy from Judge Alexis G. Kropp of the 31st District Court. The court video has now gone viral on social media. You should be ashamed of yourself. If I can give you jail time on this, I would. That's what Judge Kropp said. You better get that cleaned up. That is totally inappropriate. When Chowdhury's son, Shabir, tried to explain that his father can't clean the yard, Crop responded, that is shameful. Shameful. Shame. You have to be ashamed of yourself. The neighbors should not have to look at that. That is disgusting. The judge also found Trowdry $100. That's crazy. You're going to threaten the person to go to jail. Then you're going to just slap a $100 fine to him. Like, get out of here. What's wrong with you? This yeah, is a, this yeah, is that's a terrible the, judge. Yes, yeah, horrible. Terrible judge. Horrible. Sh Shabir Chowdhury told WDIV that since his father was diagnosed with lymphoma in 2019, he and his mother have been maintaining the property. Shabir Chowdhury was out of the country last summer when the father was given the ticket. The son admitted fault for the property's condition. 
but was still shocked by how Judge Croc reacted. He said he plans to pay the $100 fine and that the lawn is now in good shape. The way she said that my father should serve jail time for this, it really bugged me. That's what Shabir said to the Washington Post. I didn't expect her to yell at us in this kind of a situation. Croc did not return a request for comment from WDIV. The outlet reported that her role as a judge prevents her from commenting on cases, of course. But more than 200,000 people, smarts, more than 200,000 people, jurors, have signed an online petition to remove Croc from her position, and social media users have criticized her for her comments. Smarts, I ask you. I ask you, smarts, jurors, I ask you. I ask you, jurors, smarts, I ask you. Go ahead, man. Smarts, are you ready, smarts? Hurry hurry up, man. Jurors, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Jersey's here too, so I have to ask him. Jersey, are you ready, Jersey? Absolutely. Smarts, are you ready? Hurry up, man. I'm Smarts, ready. is it the bull that a judge will put a brown cancer patient in a cage, even if it's a jungle out there? You ain't gotta answer that. <laughs> oh my god. Thank you. You. Bye bye. It's a bunch of us. I'm in the colony. Everybody on a mountain, everybody marching for a young nigga like me to get tsunami on it. I'ma get it, I'ma win a baby. I'll be on my curry till I crash a bird 40 on attack. Yeah, I'm acting dirty if it's at the appellation to the appellation. I'ma do whatever that they take to make a black a nation. Hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Sweets, and I'm your chief flight attendant. On behalf of the pilot and the entire crew, welcome aboard the late night flight. And here is your captain, the Now River of New Jersey. The pilot of Tuskegee Training, the greatest Henny Badger who has ever lived, the creator of Black Pilot Radio and the Late Night Flight. Here is the victorious one, Nassour Nuru. What up, my passengers? We are first in priority. Donate to the Cash App dollar sign the Late Night Flight to get this work from minorities. The Late Night Flight, oh, you never heard of it? Turn up the turbulence. Catch us on these Apple Podcasts and these Spotify services. iHeartRadio, YouTube, and the Late Night QR Scan. Download Audible. Download Amazon. Just to hear us back and forth like a U-Haul van. Hey, I started out not ahead of you. Now look at me. I'm the pilot with the better view. Making sure you can hear all 77 episodes wherever, wherever, wherever podcasts are available. Now let's take off. In the case of the bloody horseshoe, this is the plaintiff, Megan the Stallion. The recent college grad and body yaddy yaddy songwriter says that the Smurf is a goofy so you know who did the goofy to my ankle. Like I said in my tweet, ho, I been shot and I was attacked with the weapon while I was unarmed and trying to paint it as a cat fight between friends. She's seeking promo writing services from Tory Lanez for two albums. Because according to her, she's worth eight million and Tory Smurf is worth two million, which makes her literally twice as tall. And the defendant, Tory Lanez. The only thing Tory will admit to is telling Megan to dance. He wants you to know that sure shot let off. But the shot residue was found on her girlfriend Kelsey's hand, not his. He's not countersuing. 
He just doesn't want to go to Smurf jail because he'll be unable to use his shea butter hairline restoration cream. Court is now in session. All rise. The most high, the most fly, oh my, most honorable judge pilot. Oh, sit y'all little pretty asses down. All right, what's going on, Bill? How are you doing today? I'm okay, Your Honor. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. What, what state we in, by the way? We're in New Jersey, sir. Hmm. Funny, you sound like you're in Texas. I'm just here to protect you. All right. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Late Night Flat. I mean my courtroom. I am the most high, the most fly, oh my, the most honorable judge pilot. And no, you will not feel me live for your social media endeavors. That is what CNN is here to do. But you can feel every piece of me with my 12 by 12 autograph canvas painting of me. Mother Now, Megan. You're saying that the reason why your foot looks like Antonio Brown's when he was a Raider is because right a Smurf over here, all right? Little old right a Smurf over here. Why don't you tell me what the little bad man done did to you? I mean, you already should know he shot me in my ankle. The ankle that I used to get my body out on, okay? Like on uh. some short <laughs> with a 22 at that. Uh, 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 uh. Tell me more about what... What the little man done did. Hey, to judge, you. hey, judge, hey, huh? judge, judge. Can I say son, judge? Not, not yet. I want, I want to hear Megan from the all back. Right, man, Wait, right. I'm sorry. I want to hear Megan. I'm sorry. <laughs> Megan, talk to me. Right, right. Like it's my turn. Thank you very much. Okay, you sit over there. So, like I was saying, you know, what I'm saying we was out and about. He was in his feelings, you know, like short <laughs> do. They be in their feelings, and all of a sudden now he's shooting me in my ankle. Now he know I, he know I make my coins on that. So I don't even know why he did that. But you know what? That's okay. I'm about to win this today. We'll see. So, uh. Tory, what you got here? Yeah, 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 sir, Judge. Well, well, f- first of all, I want you to understand uh-huh, uh-huh. that um, you abusing your power, sir. What do you mean? You, you call me a Smurf. You can't do that. You can't do that if you a judge, sir. But it's okay. I'm gonna take it because at the end of the day, no, no, no. You hold my fate in your hands. Okay. Well, now, I wasn't gonna judge, say judge, that, but we know that. But more importantly, I got a written statement. Judge, she lying. Judge. I got a written statement from Megan Thee Stallion that you said dance. So I thought it was only right that she can call you a Smurf and have it in a written testimony where I could read out and call you a Smurf. I absolutely told her to dance, dance. Yes, I got rid of the accent because I was trying to, you know, appease you, Judge. I thought, you know, since you got a bailiff with a country accent, Mm -hmm. I'll give you a country accent and you will feel me. We watch you. We watch watch you. Oh, wow. Continue. (laughs) So, uh, Judge, I didn't shoot this woman. I did say dance, dance. Okay. And she did dance. Mm -hmm. She's Mm -hmm. a great dancer, by the way. Hey, Josh, she said the knees, the main knees. Mm. I seen them firsthand. Uh I'm trying to tell you, she a bad one. She a bad one. But, 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 but. I just got a robe on. I didn't shoot this woman. When the facts of the case is going to come out and you're going to see that there's no gun residue on me. Now, can you stop right there for a second? Um, Now, Megan, I got to talk to you about that. Now, uh, studies, cases, and sources have said that this gunpowder residue is closer to your best friend, Kelsey, and not on little man Tory. What's that about? Talk to me. Well, I'm saying, though, that that's what it's supposed to be like, though. That was my homie. You know what I'm saying? When this little pulled out of 22, I'm still going to say that, in the backseat, she, you know, she jumped in. She tried to stop him. So, of course, she's going to get some gun residue on her. I mean, we all know he shot. Why would he say dance, dance with his Smurf looking at? Some more crazy accusations, Judge. She called me Smurf all she want. I wasn't Smurf when she was riding it, though. I wasn't Smurf then, so I ain't going to be no Smurf now. Now, as far as what she talking about with the best friend jumping in it, that may have happened. That may have happened. But I'm trying to say, I broke the game. You hear me? I broke the game. I done sold a million NFTs, Judge, and because of that, I didn't shoot this woman. Order. Order in the court. 
Order in a sustain. Give me bleach. Sustain. Wait, I'm sorry. Bailiff. Right. Hey. Bailiff. Hey. Bailiff. Hey. Hey, you will comply Bailiff. or you will be held in contempt and sent around to the jail. You hear me, boy? Bailiff, bailiff, get yes, your honor. Get my shotgun and give it to yourself. Yeah, right. I'm yeah. not, I'm not playing with these people yes, today. Yes, your honor. Judge, you gonna let them call me boy in court? Absolutely. Wow. It's boy. His, it's court. Boy. It's my court. Boy, boy. All right, listen. I got parting words. This is all I'm gonna say. Wait, judge, can I say one more thing, please, judge? Hurry up. No, don't, don't. I'm saying nothing else. Hurry up. Where's the bullet from her foot, judge? I was gonna ask that question. Okay, judge. Megan, where's the bullet from your foot? Fragments, fragments hit my foot. Okay, bottom line, it went in my foot from a gunshot. I got shot. No matter if it's a bullet or not. See, judge, first it went from I shot her to she got shot, judge. I'm just saying. Megan, who shot you? you? Had the gun. Megan, you who shot you? Megan, who you shot had... you? Megan, who shot you? You know who shot me? Little shorty over here, little little Smurf over there. I am I going to order, 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 order in my court. Order, order in my court. Now you want complain? Order in my court, Megan. Order in my court or wear a short skirt. One or the other. Hurry up. You will comply. Wear a short skirt. You wear a short skirt. I won't say nothing. Anyway, listen. I gotta make a court. I gotta make a um. I gotta make a decision here. Now listen. I have to admit, this sounds like Remy Martin Part Two. However. I have to admit, if the gun residue is not on Tory Lanez, then I cannot say Tory Lanez has shot anybody. Yes. With that being yes. said, yes. Even though Tory didn't shoot you and I'm claiming him the winner, he still. Wait, what? He still has to write two albums for you, Megan Thee Stallion, okay? Yes, Tori, you have won. You have won the court, but you still have to write music for Megan Thee Stallion because let's be honest. We need to hear more Megan, but we also know that Megan doesn't rap. So listen, you're the winner. What you got to say? Yes, you. Well, I'm, I'm the winner? Yes, Tori, you're the winner. But you're making me write her. Absolutely. Uh, listen, man, new single on the way. You know what I mean? March 2022. Dance, dance. All rise. Thank you, Your Honor. You ain't getting away with this, okay? Molly, we had a bet. This never in the history of betting has this ever happened. Okay. Michael Irvin bet me that the Dallas Cowboys was going to be so fly and so fine. Oh, yeah. And he said that if he said that if the Dallas Cowboys or when the Dallas Cowboys went to the Super Bowl and won it, yeah. I would have to dress in a Cowboys apron and, oh, yes. and, and clean yes. and clean his house. Yeah. Let me tell you the interesting part about that bet. Yeah. Do you know that there was no reciprocation? I didn't even ask what do I get if I win. Oh, praise God. All I wanted in return is for that brother to be sitting right there today. <laughs> I told y'all. I told my man Dan Olofsky. I told Michael Irvin. I told Ryan Clark. I told Jeff I told everybody. All the football experts, all the aficionados, I'm the one who said they won't even win a playoff game. Let me get up on this podium. Let me get up on this podium. All right. Hello, everybody. What's going on? I am Reverend Flight of the First Corinthians next to the First Timothy down the street from the First Ezekiel round the corner from the First Zion Hill, not on Central Avenue, but on New Street. Amen. Amen. Baptist Church. I am Reverend Flight 
I got Minister Teddy with me, and um, we are here today. We are gathered here today to lay the rest of Dallas Cowboys now. Well, ever since 1995, you mother been winning, but ever since 1995, you mother been losing. <laughs> so let me talk about it. 1996, you lost to the Carolina Panthers, 17 to 26, which means. Uh-huh. Which means, as cowboys, you deal with heifers, but you lost to a bunch of <laughs> 1998, you done lost to the Arizona Cardinals, 7-20. to 20. So that means in the streets, you done lost to some birds, too. <laughs> Minnesota Vikings, 1999, you lost 10-27, to 27, which means you lost to some burly, big old white people in Random Moss, okay? <laughs> In 2003, which means you went to sleep for four years and then you woke back up like Jesus on Sunday. 2003, you done lost to the to the Carolina Panthers again. More 10 to 29, all right? Then 2006, you lost to the Seattle Seahawks. More birds. I remember this game. Minister Teddy, this was 20 to 21. Remember when Tony Romo was uh, place kicking that game and then he wound up missing the ball when the person supposed to kick it in order for them to win and then he lost the 20 to 21. It's just... Just bad. It's yes, just, yes, sir, Pastor. Uh, I do bad. recall. Then they, then they lost in 2007 to the New York Giants, 17 to 21. I believe the Giants went on to win to the Super Bowl that year. Mm-hmm. Well, can beat, I get a witness? I think they beat the Patriots. They beat Brady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dak Prescott can't even be somebody that that's a successor to Kaepernick, and he can't. It's, and, 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 and the Giants didn't beat Brady. What's going on over here? All right, in 2009, they lost to the Vikings again, three to third to. Four. In 2014, now this way it gets interesting, y'all. This way it gets interesting before we lay these mother to rest. All right, in 2014, they lost to the Green Bay Packers 21 to 26. But then in 2016, they lost to the Green Bay Packers 31 to 34. So I'm gotta ask you something, Minister Teddy. Which one was the game where Des Bryant kind of caught that ball, but didn't catch that ball, but he really did catch that ball? I gotta, I gotta have to admit that he did do it. It, it was, it was one of them games in which they lost, which seems to be every year. The funny part is, Minister Teddy, as the Lord is right, you are right as well, because either way, they dumb laws, they lost, they lost. And then in 2018, y'all lost in a divisional round to the LA Rams, 30 to 22. And then on 2021, your dumb mother quarterback want to run 15 yards, 15 seconds left on the clock, like a black man sweating in Alabama, trying to get his ass to home, and he couldn't do it because you're stupid. You're stupid, you're stupid, you're stupid. We just want to lay you dumb bum mother to rest, and we want all you New York, New Jersey Cowboy fans to convert yourself to be New York Giant fans. All hell, the red and blue. All hell to the Giants, all right? Big blue. Big blue, all right. Anyway, disgruntled Giants fan, what you got for me? Well, you know what? I'm not even disgruntled anymore. You want to know why? (laughs) I would like to send my condolences out to each and every single Cowboys fan. I mean, for the ones that grew up a Cowboys fan, for the ones that came since they was about, I don't know, early 90s and you grew up with your father and your uncles and your, and your, and your sisters and your cousins, all watching these games and you rooting for this team 
and you just started praying to the Lord and you said, Lord Jesus, please let me just see one championship. And in the words of my brother, Stephen A. Smith, the team is just an accident waiting to happen. The Cowboys will never, ever, 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 ever win another championship so long, so long, so long. As they are the Cowboys. <laughs> God. <laughs> well, hold on. <laughs> Jurors, they're the Cowboys forever. <laughs> wow. Hey, yo. <laughs> it's going to be crazy hey, wow. if they, they wind up winning the Super Bowl in two years and they're going to come back to this episode. <laughs> hey, I give them their props, man, right, but I'm right. sick of their fans, man. Every year, the Cowboys can go 0-17. Yes, yes. The fans, yes. on the day they lost the 17th game, will yes. say, next year we winning the Super Bowl. What's <laughs> wrong with people? What is wrong with them? I'm a Giants fan. I'm a realist, right. okay? It is what it is, man. Right. We, we f- suck. Right, right. But we're going to get some good draft picks. Yes. We're yes. going to get a new GM. Yes. We're going to get a real coach. I don't know who the hell this last dude was. Get Garrett up out of there. What we need him for? He just came from the same team that can't win and save their life. Yo, you understand what I'm saying? Let me ask you this. Let's just get real old school podcasting about it. Who can we blame for the Dallas Cowboys choking? Okay? Choking against the San Francisco 49ers this past Sunday. Is it Dak Prescott? Is it Mike McCarthy, the coach? Or is it the owner... Johnny Walker Blue, Mr. Johnny Walker Blue himself, the oil man, Jerry Jones. Which one you blaming? I'm not going to blame Jerry. Jerry didn't have nothing to do with this. He was just in his, you know, his little box, eating his little crackers and cheese. I will say this, though. He does like to have press conferences, his own personal press conferences after the win. He chose to cancel this one. So kudos to him for that. But go ahead, continue. Yeah, cool. Definitely kudos to him because he's the he's the biggest star of the team. We all he know is, this. He, he, is. he is the superstar of the Cowboys. I'm surprised he ain't running. Um, what's what's what's, what's, what's <laughs> he, he, <yo. laughs> Hey man, how old is Jerry? Dak, move your little ass. Let me get my helmet in there. I'm about to. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna drive. I'm gonna drive this team down ten yards to get this <laughs> touchdown. I swear to God, somebody pump some blood in me. <laughs> Who made the call? Yo, I don't know. Whoever made the call, it's their fault. I don't really want to put it on that because I do not think he was in the huddle and he called the audible for him to run the ball. But you're the person on the field. They said that they actually ran that play. Like, that was a play. That was a design play. That wasn't no audible. All teams practice that. I, I give they them They wanted that. to do a QB draw. My only thing is, why would you want to do a QB draw under 16 seconds left in the game? Because what, what happens is that the, the safeties, the, well, basically the, the DBs, the defensive backs, they're going to just let you run a little bit. They were like 40, 50 yards out from, from the end zone. I want to change my answer. Go ahead. Talk to me. I blame the ref. You blame the ref. And you know what? Okay. As much as I do not like the Cowboys, I'm going to be on their side right now. Had the ref uh-huh. got to the ball okay. in a timely manner, they would have had the chance to at least try a Hail Mary to win the game. It's the ref's fault. He wasn't in position. We watched that clip of what happened the last two minutes. What did we see? We saw Dak Prescott hit five different receivers. If it wasn't four, it was definitely five. If it wasn't five, it was definitely four. Am I lying about that? Yeah, absolutely correct. They all went what? What? Where did they all go? Those uh, First down. No, not only first down. Where did they go? They went out of bounds to stop the clock. Dak Prescott is the only dumb motherfucker to run the in the middle of the field. Don't matter. With 16 seconds left. Don't matter. If the ref was there, if the ref was there, they had another shot. Yo. And the ref wasn't there. Run to the out of bounds. 
Stop the clock. It was under 20 seconds left. This ain't one of them Tom Brady. We only got 20 yards because we got an interception. We got a world of Tom. This ain't one of them. This ain't one of them. Facts. I agree. But whatever. The Cowboys. What the f***? This is that pilot right here. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. In the case of it started with a condom, now we here. This is our plaintiff, the IG model who put out the infamous Drake hot sauce statement. She hasn't given us her name, so we'll just call her Cayenne McKillany. She claims that a heated night in a hotel room with Drake ended even more hot and spicy without conception. She claims he injected hot sauce into the condom and it burned her as she tried to baste her turkey with his seeds. She's looking to cash in on that blue check. And the defendant, this is Drake. He's a world famous artist and certified rubber boy who says that the night in question was great, consensual, and pretty much how every night he has with the Nike model after his romp with Sophie Broussard. He hates Pusher T, by the way. He says, and I quote, it's God's plan. You know it's real when you are who you say you are. Okay, all right, that's fine. I'm feeling too sexy to accept conception, so I'm way too sexy to go unprotected. He's accused of being a certified lover boy in comeback season, which is not a time to be alive. Court is now in session. Next case. All rise. The most high. The most fly. Oh my. The most honorable judge pilot. Y'all may be seated. Bailiff, thank you. Uh, first of all, I just want to let everybody know this is my real accent. I didn't, I know in the beginning, in the first court, I gave you the East Coast because, uh, you know, I, I graduated from NYU, but um, I'm right down here from Plantation, Alabama. Good to see you, Yon. It's good to see you, Yon. Yes, sir. How are you? I am great. How do? How do you do? I do well. You got some, you know what's in the courtroom. So you getting ready to go to work, sir. Some hot sauce. Yeah. All right. Six. <laughs> Order. Five. Hey, Shut boy. Up. Listen oh, here, boy. I ain't got no time for that, boy. Hey, boy. I'm tired of this, boy. Who is this little high yelling? Hey, hey, your honor. Mm. You got to leave that up to me. I'm here to protect you. Thank you, sir. Six. Okay. Listen, boy. You will comply with your honor, Judge Pilot, or you will be held in contempt. And thrown under the jail here, right here in the court. Let's, you hear me, let's, boy? let's get this, let's just get yeah, this court. Yeah. Let's just get this case out the way. I got I let's got go. I got a wife and a mistress and a girlfriend waiting for me. Let me make this happen right now. So listen, I hear that Drake did something with some cayenne pepper and a and a and something happened to a stepmother or something like that or a milf something. I don't know. Anyway, listen. So um, let's just talk to Drake first. I don't even want to talk to the IG woman. She won't even give me her name. So uh. Go ahead, Drake. Go ahead. Tell me what happened with you and the Tabasco sauce. Go ahead. Yeah, man. So, you know, 
<laughs> Mr. Lover Boy, Mr. Lover, Lover. You know what I mean? So I'm just saying, Judge, um, yeah. So I proclaim to the world, first of all, Judge, let me tell you about my history, Judge. You understand what I'm saying? She asked me, do you love me? I told her only partly. I only love my dad and my mama. I'm sorry. And this is what I told her. Just by the way, I just want you to know, I am a big fan of that song. And yeah, I, I, only, I only wish that you perform it in front of my white wife, okay? Yeah, yeah man. I, I'll make sure I come do that for you, man, eh? Oh, you're welcome. Hey, you. I'll hey. make his fan. I'm about to. Sorry. Yeah, just, so, uh, you know, I just, I, I know she's hurt by someone else. Not by the hot sauce. I can tell by the way she tried to trap me, Judge. Let me explain something to you, all right? I put it, the condom, I disposed of it. You know, I put some hot sauce in there. I was trying to kill sperm. Mm-hmm. I already got a baby. I've been trapped already. Yes. I ain't trying to be trapped again. Oh, oh, you understand heard, what I'm heard, saying, We Judge? heard about that, yes. Yeah, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Six. So I just need you to understand that, you know, I, I put the hot sauce in there to kill off the sperm, and I threw it in the garbage, Judge. I threw it in the garbage. So once it goes in the garbage, I mean, that's it. It's finito. It's over. You understand what I'm saying? I understand everything that you said. You you don't even have to say much anymore because I already know where we're going to be going with this. But to the IG model, uh, you you got something to say? Before you say anything, I just want to say, how dare you? How dare you for what you have done to our community? Of big time rap stars. What's wrong with you? But go ahead and say what you gotta say, Anonymous IG. Say what you gotta say. First of all, really. Order in my court, girl. Order in my court. I can't stand you. I can't stand you. You're nasty. You're ignorant. I hate you. I hate everything about you. All right, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you can't say nothing, Drake. Just go ahead. Just talk to this Anonymous IG. Go ahead. Yeah, Drake, keep it down because you know what happened that night, okay? After I finished with you, you went in the bathroom and who the f carries hot sauce with them, son? Like, who does that? Like, I don't, I don't have to deal with you. You know how many other rappers want to talk to me and you put a hot sauce in a condom? I mean, I, what was that, a joke? You know what I'm saying? I don't like that. But it's okay, though. I got something for you anyway. It's okay. It's too bad that, you know, it was free. It was free. I should have charged you. Because it was really me. that good. Charged. You should, what? You, you actually no, tried to charge was, me. You tried to trap all, me. You don't even have no rhythm. Why okay? did you go in? You if I didn't have no rhythm, why was you screaming my name, baby? My I, real I, I name at that. That wasn't the thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not the was, rap name, the real name. Yeah, I'm right. Oh, now you want to get up here in front. Okay, you already did the hot sauce. You ain't got to do all the other stuff. Order, order, name. order, okay, order in my court. Order, be quiet. Listen, Judge, I'm a lover boy, Judge. You know how people trying to talk to me that I just, wait, let me act. Excuse me, Bailiff, bailiff. Listen here, boy, and listen here, you young woman. You will comply with Judge Pilate or you will go under the jail right here in this courtroom. Do you hear me? Listen, I just look, hear me out. Uh, to the anonymous woman, I just got to ask you one question. All right. One question. Don't be mad when I ask you this question. It has something to do with Drake's albums. Did you thank him later? Whatever. You ain't gonna answer that. All Listen, y'all. let me tell all you something. Yeah, okay, I could. I should have been with you. We're gonna order. We're gonna wrap this one up right now. Wait, what'd you say? I'm sorry. What'd you say? I said I should have went out with Future that night and skipped on Drake for real. Future that don't take care of his kids, baby girl. You should have trapped me. I'm just he gonna saying. give me the money though. I'm gonna get the I'm, money. I'm no smarter. I'm smarter. Order yeah. in my court. Order in my court. Order in my court. Case goes to the defendant, Drake. Not only for being one of the greatest rappers of all time, but for also teaching me how to get some Tabasco sauce from ShopRite and using it in my itinerary for all you naked. 
Hey, 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 hey. Bayless. How your panties feel, sweetheart? All rise. Court is adjourned. You guys may leave. Thank you, Your Honor. What up, my passengers? Before we get up out of here, I just wanted to show some love, show some honor, show some praise to the one and only Martin Luther King. Because in my opinion, when it comes to Martin Luther King, my biggest question always used to be, how would America's race relations pan out if Martin and Malcolm were alive today? The 60s, as we know, were a different time, a crucial time for sure. But I don't know if we could say things would be better. Think about it. In the present day, we saw Trayvon Martin turn into the viral version of Emmett Till. This kid didn't even get to begin any type of legacy for himself or others before a man disguised as law enforcement ended his life. And I bring that up because Martin Luther King was Time Magazine's Man of the Year, January 3rd, 1964. He even won a Nobel Peace Prize in 1964. He organized protests against racism and desegregation that helped pass the Civil Rights Act of 1964 and the Voting Rights Act of 1965. Now, we can even talk about his iconic speech that was in 1963, sure. But I wonder why it takes the first African-American to be on the cover of Time magazine who was a civil rights leader, a husband, a father, a preacher who won a Nobel Peace Prize to get assassinated in the same decade. So if you ask me, it doesn't matter whether it's the 60s or the 2020s, accomplished or aspiring to be accomplished, you, you, my friend, are still a target. But before we fly up out of here, I wanted to share this soundbite with you real fast because I think it shows the lack of sensitivity and the lack of meaning behind the work of MLK to some people in America. People like former ESPN sports business analyst Darren Rovell, who decided to honor MLK by making him a comic book slave owner collectible. You don't believe me? Huh. Take a listen. And thank you for flying the late night flight. I have uh, over nine MLK signed items. I am a humongous fan of what he's done. Uh, and over the last seven years, I've collected a lot of things. Uh, it's not only MLK. It's a lot of black history. I own a Rosa Parks uh, signed NAACP card. So it was pretty shocking today how I was called racist when <laughs> I, I am a student and lover of black history. <laughs> and it was, it was, I never expected the reaction that I, that I got today. I'm sorry if people think that a white man can't enjoy black history. Right. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I, I really am. It, I'm sorry if people think that a white man can't love Martin Luther King. But to me, that seems pretty counterintuitive. Hey, yo, what the f? This is a pallet right here. 